those who were not able to be with us last week that uh, Pastor Larry did an excellent job with discipline. And I would highly encourage anyone who didn't attend last week to go out there and, and listen to it. And for those of you who have that did attend last week, uh, it might be a good refresher every so often to go out there and listen to it. Did a did an excellent job. So I just want to do a, a very quick uh, review with what uh, Pastor Larry had mentioned last week and what we had discussed a few weeks ago. Um, Pastor Larry uh, kind of reviewed the uh, the full circle of discipline, which is the four questions um, asking your child when they have. Um, not obeyed, what happens so that they can verbalize their behavior, uh, what behavior needs to change so that the child can own their behavior, and then what what behavior needs to replace it. And so they're able to talk about the right choice that they should have made. And then what further response or attitude would glorify God. So this is, you know, one system in terms of uh, discipline with being able to handle things as they occur with your child when they um, do not obey with what you said. Uh, this, and along with building the circle, is absolutely key for parents to get down. And I will tell you that this is the uh, this is the benefit that you're going to get out of attending this class and for reading this book is being able to get this. And um, what these systems do is they create consistency as you are raising your children and you're training your children. It, so, you know, it's not going to, it's not going to matter too much on what kind of a mood you're in at that particular time because you've already got this down. So when you see your child's not listening to you, you've got the four questions already down. In fact, your child, after a while, they're going to have them down as well. So they're going to start thinking about, okay, I'm going to have four questions I'm going to need to answer here. So, um, so they'll be able to, uh, be able to recite that and it'll start to make more sense to them. And they'll start to kind of catch themselves as well as they go throughout this uh, process. But then also, uh, Pastor Larry talked about uh, building the circle uh, with your child. And he talked about that life inside the circle is a place of uh, God's blessing. That's a, that's a place of obedience for your child. And then life outside the circle is, is uh, God's judgment. And, uh, that's when, uh, you know, discipline comes into the pro, into training your child so that we can get them to, uh, to, to stay in the circle. But I'd like to add just, you know, a few other things that Pastor Larry had talked about and just maybe a, a few new things as we look at life inside the circle is that, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to create structure for our children and so that how we're going to train them. And I'm going to talk a little bit in just a few minutes about, you know, what we're trying to accomplish in our child's life. But certainly as we're creating this uh, structure for uh, training our children, our expectations need to be clearly defined to our children. They need to be explained and they need to be enforced. Let me repeat that again. Our expectations for our children need to be clearly defined, explained, and enforced. So as we're building this structure, so let's just say that uh, we're going to uh, throw a few things in here, um, uh, like with cleaning the room. What are your expectations with that? That needs to be clearly defined. Explain to your child so they know exactly what they need to do. So that way, when you evaluate it, 
Um, you're going to hold them accountable to what your expectations were. Uh, spiritual targets that you would have for your children as are, and again, all this is age appropriate. So, you know, this is for, you know, younger children. Uh, you know, we're going to start talking about, you know, spiritual targets that we would like to have for them in their life. You know, certainly uh, church attendance is one of them. Uh, being able to talk the plan of salvation, which is going to, is going to give you the opportunity with life in the, uh, inside the circle because, uh, though children who are, have not been saved, they're unregenerate, they're going to have a very difficult time staying within the circle. Uh, they need the Holy Spirit's help to be able to, uh, for them to be obedient the way that they need to be. So the, those are things that you need to kind of think out. Hygiene, school, recreation, you know, that's all creating structure that we're going to use, um, to train them to be the young adult that, uh, that God would have them to be. So with the, <clears throat> that takes time and it takes prayer to think out. So these are just some areas, parents, that you're going to need to think about, you know, as we look at this circle and you say, okay, life inside the circle, you know, that's really good. It kind of looks like it makes sense and all that, but you've got to give it structure. So you've got to sit down with your spouse and you got to think about this and plan this out. So it could be like with uh, Anthony and Jessica. Uh, they have Harrison. And sort of thinking, well, you know, Harrison is, you know, he's real young. Um, some of our parents, they have, uh, you know, uh, infant, uh, you know, little ones uh, that aren't that along in terms of being able to discipline them. So what should we be thinking about right now, you know, with our children being, say, um, one or or right around one? My suggestion would be to, and Pastor Larry said this many times, is to start with the end in mind. What's important that you want to instill in your children before they leave home? That's something you need to think about. Because as you're building the structure, what are we building the structure for? It's got to lead somewhere. So that's why I would say to start with the end in mind. How is it, what is it that's important that you want to instill upon your children before they leave? Obviously, you know, this is going to be baked in uh, principles from, from the word. But starting with the end in mind, and then also being able to take, you know, the age appropriateness of, you know, those things that you want to um, that you want to instill in your children. So obviously there's going to be some things when they're that young that's going to be difficult for you to basically kind of work with them on. So, um, you know, as they're young, being able to um, get them to listen to your voice, you know, as they're being young. So once they start listening to your voice and then also looking for them to exert their will um, and you'll, at some point, it's going to hit. So Pastor Larry said with Emma, it was two and a half years. So that's, uh, that's quite a rec- record there, Emma. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Uh, but, uh, you, you're going to see your children start to exert their will and that's going to be your opportunity to start to work with your, with your children. But again, we're going to kind of back into, you know, what our long range goals are for our children to whatever age they're at, and we're going to start there, and then we're going to start building that structure. So the structure is going to somewhat change. I mean, the goals aren't going to change as our kids get older, but there is going to be 
Uh, some of the structure is going to change as the as our children uh, get older. Um, but uh, you know, I would encourage you that those who have young ones to get with somebody that has been down this road before and sit down with them and just say, "Hey, look, I just want to bounce some things off to you. I just want to make sure that I'm thinking, you know." Correctly in this area, we're trying to create structure for our child or our children that's age appropriate. And, um, and so life within, uh, inside the circle, uh, we just want to make sure that it's applicable to our children. So, uh, you know, let's sit down and discuss this. But, you know, as you look long range, you look at, you know, uh, spiritual, uh, a certain level of uh, spiritual maturity you want your kids to have. Uh, certainly educational, uh, discipline-wise, uh, being financially responsible, uh, making sure that they're independent. Uh, one thing that Tracy always did was, um, some of the things that she did was to make sure that the kids knew how to do their own laundry, even Nick. I mean, Nick uh, started doing his laundry at age fifth or sixth grade. Okay, I'm 58, and I still don't know. I still don't know how to do my laundry. So. <laughs> um, Anyway, I, so she's training our children to be independent when they leave the house. If they go away to school, they're going to have to do their own laundry. So uh, if it's um, if he's a boy, then uh, obviously he needs to learn that. So, again, having those long-range goals but backing into making sure that they're, you know, age age appropriate. So, again, uh, those two systems with uh, the full circle of discipline and then also building the circle are two key systems that every parent needs to know. And this is just excellent information uh, for you to be able to uh, to work out. So that kind of leads us into uh, Chapter 10, was, which is recognizing and handling manipulation. And uh, I have, what, what is manipulation? Uh, to skillfully manage or control by artful, unfair, or insidious means to serve one's own purpose. Uh, that's kind of a big, uh, big definition there for uh, what manipulation is. But um, uh, y- younger children, I mean, obviously, um, with them starting out in life, uh, it's going to start off, uh, you know, kind of early where they're going to kind of try to slip out uh, on what their parents have asked them to do. Uh, I think that's kind of where the manip- manip- manipulation will start off. Um, you know, you've asked them to eat their vegetables, you know, and uh, I've watched Harrison a few times, you know, he'll take his uh, vegetables, he'll kind of hold them off to the side there, and, uh, you know, Gibbs is ready to, uh, re- you know, he wants a treat, so you know, uh, Harrison can just hand those things down to him. So it kind of starts there. It could be cleaning their room. Uh, Nick was always notorious with that. He didn't want to clean his room, so anything he could do to kind of get out of it. But that's kind of where, you know, manipulation will start off with your children. But then as they become older, uh, they can become very highly skilled in manipulation, and um, they can get their parents going in this uh, kind of this uh, – going around and around until they wear themselves out and they throw up their hands. And um, it's a merry-go-round without uh, without the merry. So um, it can be very frustrating for a parent. So this is a key area for you really to be uh, cognizant of and being able to see on how your child is going to manipulate. 
Everyone manipulates. Um, adults like to manipulate. So it's not like, um, you know, you address it in childhood and all of a sudden this just goes away in life. It, that's not the case. Uh, you, I'm sure you all have experience with adults that still like to uh, manipulate. In fact, we're going to talk about a case study here in just a few minutes and really just kind of shows you and how the manipulation can escalate through the years. Uh, Proverbs uh, 2011 says, even small children are known by their actions. So is their conduct really pure and upright? So we can just see from this verse here that even, you know, young ones, you know, is their conduct really pure and upright? Um, and this is where, you know, again, manipulation uh, can come into play. So the goal of this chapter really is to determine the skill level of manipulation in your children. And I think that the author, uh, Betsy, did a very good job. Um, starting on page 319, uh, she lays out three, 13 uh, manipulative, manipulative skills uh, that children employ. And then on page 336, it gives uh, the parents a scorecard so that they can score their children in each of these 13 different areas. And then also it, um, it, it gives an indication or, or a scorecard for the parents to be able to let them know uh, how successful they are to be able to deal with their children in, in these areas. But I just wanted to kind of talk about just real briefly, I just picked, uh, uh, Tracy and I picked, or actually Tracy picked out three manipulative, uh, skills. Um, she was primarily the, the main, um, uh, trainer with our children, you know, with her being home. So I wanted to get her perspective in terms of what she thought were the three top ones. And, um, the, uh, the first one that she said was uh, playing one parent against the other. So, uh, parents, uh, you need to have a united front. This is going to happen. I guarantee you, uh, your, your children are going to play y- you off of each other. So uh, be prepared for that. Uh, knowing that um, you and your spouse are on the same page, I mean, this gives you uh, confidence uh, that when you say something, that it's going to be backed up by the other spouse because that's the kiss of death. If one spouse says one thing and then, you know, the other does say something else, okay, you're just, you're, you're defeating yourselves uh, when you take that approach. So, also, this comes into a play with uh, what if they compare you against, you know, other parents. Well, you know, Johnny's parents, you know, they let, you know, Johnny do, you know, X, you know. So, therefore, they're putting pressure on you to uh, to cave in and basically let them do whatever they want. So, if you're on, on the same page, again, that will give uh, each parent confidence that, um, that uh, you'll be on the same page. Uh, the second one is uh, demanding uh, justification. And um, you certainly need to be able to establish that you are the God-given authority in your child's life. And, um, again, you do not need to explain. Now, I will tell you that, um, um, you know, you need to be careful in this area as well. I mean, you don't need to explain. But I will tell you that um, um, you can certainly – if they don't understand something, being able to explain it to them in a way that they can understand it. Uh, certainly with um, our children, uh, there were times where, 
you know, I told them that they can respectfully appeal to an adult. So it could be a, you know, a teacher at, uh, at school or it could even be us. If they had a case or they felt strongly about something, I didn't want to just, you know, say, well, hey, I'm not interested in what you think. And now again, I mean, we're not polling every time we tell our children that we want them to do something for, you know, for them to have their uh, case built up and, and present it to us. But I do believe that it's good for your children if they do feel strongly with something that they can respectfully appeal to you and be able to state their case. But after that, teach them that, look, okay, after mom and dad have heard what you had to say, then that's it. You just need to be able to drop it. We'll make our decision. Maybe you've given us more information that we didn't think about uh, when we uh, initially said whatever we said, and, uh, you know, possibly we might change our mind. So, but just letting them know that, you know, if you do give them that opportunity to, uh, you know, appeal to what they have to say, that once they said it, that's it. They can't continue on to try to manipulate. And then the third one is um, um, saying when they will do something and then not doing it. Uh, this is where it's very important to follow through on the consequences of what they said. And again, what I said early on with uh, life inside the circle is, is being making sure that you clearly define and explain what it is that uh, you're trying to train or achieve in your children, but then to enforce it. So there is consequences. If you ask your children, you know, say yes, your daughter to clean her room, and then she didn't follow through with it. Okay, well, there there needs to be consequences for it because otherwise, if you don't do it, then uh, basically you're failing to build that circle. You're failing to build that structure that you need to be able to train your children effectively. And, you know, you're going to put a lot, you know, put some work into this that's really not going to mean that much. So, and also, you know, this is really showing a lack of respect for the parent. Uh, when the child does not obey them in what they've been asked them to do. So I would highly encourage you that once you lay out the structure, and again, don't have it, you know, too structured that, you know, it's, it, it's set up to fail. So make sure that you have proper structure, it's age appropriate, and then it's also doable. So again, you don't want to have too much on your plate where, you know, for, Half of uh, Saturday, they've got, you know, all these chores, you know, every Saturday. I just, you know, I, I think you really need to think those things out. You know, what it is you're trying to accomplish in your children, but making sure that they follow through with it. Otherwise, there'll be uh, consequences. So uh, what is the uh, biblical response to manipulation? And I just wrote down some points here that um, got from the book. Um, you know, certainly... Uh, don't be surprised by your children's uh, expertise in manipulation. And the author said that uh, she had, a, I believe it was her son, that was highly skilled in manipulation. And he was always like two or three steps ahead of her. You know, she would say something, and then he was already prepared for his rebuttal, and he was like two or three steps ahead of her. And so she was just kind of like swimming in this situation here. You know, how do I handle it? So obviously... You, you know, don't be surprised, and your kids can be very skilled in manipulation, and this just carries, this just gets stronger as they get older, so uh, certainly don't be uh, surprised by it. And then in handling manipulation, we're constantly using this as an opportunity to train our children. 
we're constantly redirecting them back to what truth is. So, you know, precepts and principles within God's word. We're constantly bringing them back to what truth is. So again, um, man's natural bent is to be selfish. We want our own way. So we need to be brought back to truth. And so we constantly need to be able to do that uh, with our, our children. And certainly um, in uh, Matthew 4, uh, Jesus uh, withstood the temptations and manipulations of Satan, but he was standing on the word of God. Uh, so uh, we need to use Christ as our example in this area. This point here is uh, is very critical because manipulation and disrespect go hand in hand, and they do challenge your authority. So I will tell you, really watch this area of manipulation because as your children get older, they will become bolder and more determined uh, to get their way. And so you need to make sure that you nip this in the bud while they're young so that they understand that you're on to their game and they're not going to get their way, and that uh, you're going to use this to train them. But there was a case study, and I don't know if you've had an opportunity to read it. It's on page uh, 338. Um, it's it's real short, but it's an actual story, and it's to be honest with you, it's very sad because it's a story of a mother and her teenage daughter. And you can see, so this teenage daughter uh, has had a baby out of wedlock, and so she's – I basically kind of shacked up with, um, you know, the father of this baby. And his mother goes over there, and then the daughter starts this manipulation on the mother for her to watch the child. Now, she had plans already set, so she wanted to say no, but and she tried to give her her best effort to, you know, to tell her daughter that she couldn't, and it tried to have a positive influence with her daughter. But in the end, she succumbed to... um you know, the daughter's manipulation. And, you know, really it's it's a very sad story because it gives you, this is the reality of what happens. It can happen to your children if they do not learn this lesson with being disciplined with uh, manipulation. So if you haven't read it, I would highly encourage uh, that you do read it. Proverbs 19.19 19 says, A hot-tempered person must pay the penalty. Rescue them and you will have, and you will have to do it again. So if you bail your kids out, if you continue to rescue them, and, uh, Pastor Larry had mentioned this, uh, last week, um, then you're going to have to do it over and over again. And basically, uh, you're making excuses for your children and this will come back to haunt you, uh, later on. So again, take this, uh, very, uh, very seriously, but, uh, Keep a watchful eye for subtleties uh, of your child's behavior. Uh, what might seem harmless when they're young, obviously we've mentioned it, it will become, um, it, it can grow into all kinds of foolishness and uh, dangerous behaviors later on. So make sure you catch that. But all, manip- all manipulation listed in this chapter are attempts to step outside the circle. So again, we're laying this, We've got this structure for our children to properly train them. And this is for their own protection, their own protection spiritually and physically. So we want to make sure that they do not end up outside the the circle. But all manipulation is an attempt to step outside the circle. So we need to take it um, as such. 
And it's, and it's our biblical mandate as parents to step in between our children and foolishness. Um, if um, that they will pursue if there's no boundary in place. So if if we have no boundaries in place, um, it will lead to foolishness. And so again, if you look at the um, at the uh, the life inside the circle, there it has uh, number five. It says uh, failing to build the circle. So if you don't have boundaries in there, then your, your children, are, they're going to pursue it. I mean, that's where sin leads, is to uh, into the weakness of the structure that you set up for them. But um, <clears throat> Pastor Larry had talked about, you know, disciplining children. He talked about spanking your children as kind of like a, you know, kind of a last resort to disciplining your children so that they make sure that they get the message. Obviously, this is not to... Um, uh, to physically, uh, to harm them, but, uh, for their training. It's not to punish them. It's, it's for their training. So, you know, once they get beyond those years, and I had mentioned, uh, last week, I think it was that, you know, with Nicholas, uh, I got down there towards the end. I don't know if it's around sixth grade or not. And, you know, <clears throat> as a, as a parent, you do not want to spank your children. You know, you don't like to discipline them and it shouldn't be pleasant for you or for your child, because you really don't want to have to go there, but you do have to go there. And I, I remember thinking, when is it the last time I have to spank him? Because I, you know, I didn't like doing it, but I love my son and I wanted it to honor God as well with being obedient to him by making sure that I trained him uh, properly. So once you get beyond the spanking um, as a parent, you might think, well, you know, do I really have any good leverage or serious leverage with my child as they get beyond those years when I really can't spank them any longer? And I will tell you that um, this is a tip that I want to give you. And, uh, again, it's not original to me. I had heard this um, a while back at a, at a conference. But um, this is a tip with dealing with older children or teenagers that uh, and again, going back to the structure we have talked about, is to be very clear with your child of what's expected and what the consequences are for not obeying. That that will continue up until your children, you know, leave your home. Is talking about what's expected of them uh, uh, at their proper age and what the consequences are. But then you want to be able to make the adjustment to make your children responsible for making the right decision. And you might think, okay, well, what's that got to do with, you know, leverage with that? I mean, certainly we want to make them uh, responsible. But, you know, if they choose to disobey, then let them know they made the choice to accept the consequences for their actions. It's not you. I mean, basically you're saying, look, Here's the expectations that I have in this particular area. Here are the consequences. And very calmly, if you disobey, then these are the consequences. And you're the one who's going to suffer. But, you know, that wasn't my decision. I'm not doing this really to you. I'm just being accountable to you uh, before God. But you're the one who wanted these consequences. And so you're just holding them accountable. And I think this is very effective with with kids as they get older, because 
They have to learn responsibility. They have to learn how to discipline themselves. And really, you're just flipping it on them. It's like, you're the one who asked for this, okay? You knew what the expectation was. Um, you knew what the consequence was. So you brought this on yourself now. And this is a very important lesson. It's not spanking them, but in a way it is spanking them because they have to understand their consequences. And as we go throughout life, uh, there are serious consequences that we bring um, on ourselves. And to be quite honest with you, as you I'm sure some of you adults uh, would probably say, you know what, I would rather have a spanking than some of the consequences I had to learn the hard way. And so we're, we're starting to make this turn now, this pivot of trying to instill responsibility and discipline on your children. And I believe that this is a very effective way to do it. Now, once you set the consequences, you have to stay on your ground and you cannot waver. Okay, so you cannot back down. Because, again, this is what your child has asked for or your teenager has asked for. They've asked for these consequences because they knew they knew what the uh, – what the expectations were, and they knew what the consequences were. So, again, that's just a tip as you get beyond those uh, spanking years of uh, what you can uh, use to uh, instill uh, responsibility and discipline your children. And I think you'll find that effective up until when they uh, when they leave the leave your house uh, that you'll be able to instill that in them. So that is the material.